first time, welcome. If you're a repeat listener, welcome back. On this channel, we have simple goals. We want to inspire investors to move forward. We want to create belief that one rental at a time is possible. And we want to help you take positive steps forward. If you want to learn more about your host, Michael Zuber, please go to Amazon and buy his book, self-titled or self-published, One Rental at a Time. I believe there's a link in the description. If you're ready to get started with buy and hold rentals, but unsure what to do, I strongly encourage you to consider buying our online course. It gives you the tools to get started, help you learn your market, allows you to compare deals, and so much more. Lastly, by buying the course, you are granted access to a private Facebook group where I and my students interact daily. Everyone is equal, and we just keep helping everyone move forward. It is so much fun to watch. And again, I believe a link is in the description. With that, on with the show. Hello, friends. So I wanted to take a moment to kind of summarize kind of 10 items that I hope come across when we're talking about one rental at a time. Hopefully by now you've realized that, yes, one rental at a time is a book. It's the name of a YouTube channel. Uh, and will become a, a name in a real estate office I'm opening up. But what I hope you take from all of this is one rental at a time is is meant to be a lot more. And as we go through this, you know, the next decades together, hopefully, uh, I wanted to share with you what I think about one rental at a time, kind of the top 10 things that I hope is coming across. And then ask you if if you think there should be others, right? If If maybe you've taken some others that I've missed, or maybe you're thinking I'm pivoting too much one way or another, I'd love to hear from you. So if you have, if you listen to a couple of videos and you haven't yet, please hit that subscribe button. Uh, that would mean the world to me. It's one of those metrics that I track in my monthly goals that I share with you on this channel. Uh, it's also, if you hit that like button, it lets me know you like this content. And of course, you can always leave a comment about this video or ask a question and I will get back to you. So without further ado, let's jump in. The first thing is the one rental at a time message and the fact that I share a 15-year journey in the book. Hopefully, you've taken by now that one rental at a time is not a get-rich-quick scheme. It is a get-rich-slow or get-rich-on-purpose, you know, get-rich-for-sure, but it is not a get-rich-quick scheme. Right? I am not here talking about being an instant millionaire or thousands of dollars in monthly cash flow from a single transaction. I'm telling you purpose-built execution on a plan over years will have a payoff. And if you don't believe me, read the book. Right, It's, it's all there. It, it feels like drops for the first several years. And it's not till like year eight or nine, at least in my experience, where it's like, oh, that's noticeable. And then by year 12 or 13, it's like, wow, that's, that's cool. And then for us, 15, it's like, whoop, that's paying all the bills. So um, it's not get rich quick. Number two, 
working a full-time job is absolutely okay, right? Uh, I was on a podcast just earlier today that I'm sure will air in weeks. But one of the topics was, is you're different, Michael, because you're telling people to work. I'm, you know, I get it, right? Quit your job, flip real estate, wholesale, full-time. It's an interesting story. You probably get people to buy your course or whatnot because you can tell them they can quit their job. But that's not me, and I won't ever tell a story that's not me. I, I, I worked my tail off. I flew on airplanes, and I hate to fly. But again, it paid the bills, right? I worked my tail off and did, created as much money as I could for my day job. I reduced our expenses, and then we invested. Earn, save, invest, repeat. That's a big deal. So keep your full-time job. Shoot, I had two jobs uh, in the very early beginning, and you know that's okay, right? Being a buy and hold landlord, especially in the beginning, shouldn't take you but a couple hours a week. And that includes learning your market, which we'll talk about later. So it's okay to work a full-time job, and, I th and you should, you know, frankly, do what you can to, to, to get raises or earn commission or whatever that is for you so you can invest more, right? The more you get done early, the better. Number three, and it kind of ties in with number one, but it was different enough that I wanted to have its own. When you follow what I'm talking about, buy and hold, I want you to think in decades. It's not days like stocks. It's not weeks like wholesale. It's not months like flips. I want you to think in decades. Get fixed rate debt, 30% down, conservatively finance, hold through any cycle, okay? Let's think in decades, right? And uh, with that, I think, I think you know, good things will happen. Next, while it's always fun to talk about financial independence, I'm not here saying that should be your goal. What I hope for all of you is, is you invest the time learning your market like I talk about and I train students, and then you go out and get four rentals, right? Four rentals changes your life. You may not be able to retire on it, but trust me, that's, that doesn't have to be your goal, right? Your goal should be to set yourself up now for a much better future. And four rentals does that. And I, I chose four because they're easy to finance, best rate. You know, you get something. Some people are getting interest rates today in the threes on investment loans. If you could get something in the fours, you're doing great. I was getting stuff six, eight, seven, eight, six, seven, eight, nine uh, years ago. So realize you have a gift. Go lock that in. Number five, conservative finance. I know how sexy it is to talk about leverage. I know how sexy it is to do cash out refis. Trust me, I know. I've been there. I've created alligators by mistake, as I talk about in the book. I've seen people who were consistently refining California properties get caught when the market turned. Don't let that be you. Um, understand what's there and, and be conservative. Hold it through any cycle. That's really key, especially when you think in decades. Right? When you think in decades, you should know with pretty good confidence that you're going you're gonna to see a, a hiccup somewhere in there. So be conservative. Number six is important for me, especially in a world of social media and especially with people beginning. Um, you can't get distracted by shiny objects. Pick your lane. I think my message plays really well with the full-time employees 
right? The people who have busy day jobs, they're growing family responsibilities, but yet know they want a better future, you know, earn, reduce your expenses, invest. And again, if you get to four, it was, was shared earlier, you're going to be in a better position. After four, if you want to go for 10, great. After 10, if you want to go for more, go nuts. But just realize that four, again, is good enough. But by not being distracted, it's not taking six paths and going an inch in each direction. If buy and hold's not your thing, totally okay. There's a lot of people out there talking about wholesale. Max Maxwell is someone I listen to just because I love the stuff he's doing. Right? There's, there's flippers out there and, and lots of stuff going on. So pick your lane and stay in your lane. You only have to be good at one thing in this business and your life changes forever. You don't have to be good at everything. Be good at one thing. Number seven is really important for me. Um, it's actually step one in my course. It's actually where I think most investors fail. And that is once you've picked your market, is learning your market. If you don't learn your market, I believe you're a real estate gambler. And by being a gambler, it means you could win, but the chances are not great. And certainly the longer you stay in the game, the more likely it is you're going to lose. If you are a real estate gambler for the last five years, you have made a killing. You have been doing great. But you've also probably gotten lazy, not implemented the systems or processes, and when this real estate market snaps back, watch out. It's going to hurt. So if you learn your market and you just understand that your market produces X on average, just look for X plus 10%, X plus 15%. Do the good and great deals, you'll be good. You don't have to look at everything. 99% of the stuff in the MLS or multiple listing service is not a deal. That's okay. So realize who we are. We're investors. We are not gamblers. And I truly believe the only way to get good in this game is like I talk about in my course, and that means learning your market. My course, day one, step one, video one. Let's learn your market, and I give you the steps to do that. That's key. Number two in that is actually step two of the course, and that's understanding how to compare deals. I use something I call yield. I break it all down, all the math in the course. Why yield is important to me? It allows me to compare assets in the rental buy and hold game. I can compare a condo with a 20-unit apartment building. I can compare a perfect four-bedroom, two-bath house with a trashed two-bedroom, one-bath condo, right? I can take all of that because I take my upfront cash, per purchase or um, down payment, closing costs, and make ready with my expected yearly cash flow after all expenses. I don't take into account appreciation. Not part of my equation. I know it happens and appreciation is great. I don't consider it. Tax advantage. It happens. Depreciation hides all my cash flow. I don't consider it. Mortgage pay down. It happens. I don't consider it. I want to know how much cash I put in and how much cash I get out in a year. And that's what I teach my students in step two. So we use something called yield, and it takes time to figure it out. But once you have it, it's like somebody unlocked the riddle, and it's a lot of fun. Number nine, helping and inspiring people who have interest to start is awesome. Frankly, those are the people, and that's the reason I keep doing daily content on YouTube is I get just enough feedback from you all. Hey, great video, nice job, thank you. From people I don't know, 
And that's such an exhilarating feeling. So if you're getting value from this video, do me a favor, send me a comment. Let me know I'm doing an okay job. But inspiring people and helping people both online, at real estate meetups, it's a tremendous feeling. And then lastly, I truly believe, and I have no reason to believe this with any certainty because I don't know that anybody's done it, at least at, at my scale or level, opening a real estate office that becomes a hub of activity for helping sellers, buyers, investors, lenders, and students, I think is going to be pretty cool. I'm hoping that building stays open 100 years after I'm dead and buried. And I hope, I hope to see it, it impacting lives for, for decades to come. So that's what I hope happens from one rental at a time. The story, the message. Yes, there's a book. Yes, there's a YouTube channel. Yes, there's a paid course. But in reality, as you can hopefully tell by now, there's lots of good things going on, lots of stuff for free. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Bring your friends. Let's grow this thing. And of course, have a great day.